everybody. This is your girl E and Trey. Podcast with episode three, where we're going to be discussing toxic, toxic, and narcissistic relationships and how to navigate out of those. Um, how you doing, Trey Seven? I'm doing all right. <laughs> how you doing, sis? Good. It's been a while, y'all, but we're excited to be back. Um, right. yes. Yeah, so, um, have you ever been in a toxic relationship, Trey Seven? I feel like I had most definitely have been in uh, a toxic relationship. Um, okay. Yeah, most definitely. Um, well, first of all, let me ask you this: what What do you deem or what do you define as a toxic relationship or a toxic situation? Um, toxic um, w- for me would be negative. Um, constantly um, um, downplitting of another person, whether that's emotionally, physically, financially. Um, it, to me, toxic, it could be a non-reciprocal um, relationship where you're giving and the other person is not um, giving what you're giving. Um, um, but definitely... Um, definitely all three of those what is toxic for you toxic for me is really just basically i would i would i would deem a toxic relationship is just two people that's together that's really not good for each other mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah uh, that that's that, personally just to sum everything up in a nutshell i think that's what it is there's two people together that's really just not good for each other um right. and and you know but they but they but something along the line is keeping them with each other. That's what I deem as a toxic uh, relationship. Right. And um, what is your opinion of staying in those relationships? Is it um, do you believe people should stay in, navigate, have a specific amount of time that they would be in those relationships? Well, I think the basis of any relationship uh what keeps any relationship together is it's it's something that those two people need from each other that only them mm-hmm. two people understand. Mm-hmm. So that's let's let's just start there. That's the basis of any relationship. But uh in a in a toxic relationship, I think that uh, what probably keeps them together is probably more so uh an experience or a certain right. kind of experiences uh that they right. just don't let go. Um and so and but they can't let it go, but the experience is really not even worth being together. Um, so that's right. hence the term toxic, you know. Um, right. If you with if you with this woman just because you remember that time uh, that mm-hmm. y'all went and y'all went and did some bad together, but you know you really can't let that time go because she just ride or die for you because she would would, would put did some did something for you. That's not enough. Are you with this guy exactly. because at this point of time you remember when you needed ten dollars and he gave you ten dollars, but he wanted this from mm-hmm. you, wanted that from you. Right. So keep, no, that's uh, right. toxic. Right. Toxic, especially if if the if if that's the experience that's keeping you with this person, but right? You, but but you're not happy. Um, it kind of reminds me of a codependency, which is very uh, such a toxic thing. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um. So that's why, but I think that's what it is. It's just a, a certain, uh, it's probably an, an experience. Comfort. Yeah. A couple of experiences keeping them together uh, um, in, that to- in that kind of toxic uh, situation. 
Oh, um, and to be fair, they just, I mean, that's what they know, you know. Um, right. It's what they know, you know. So they rather stick to what they know than what they don't know. They don't want to get, some people just don't want to get out of their comfort zone. Right. Um, I did uh, look up a couple more things of what people have um, said some signs and symptoms of a toxic relationship. Draining and depressing. It's all about them, not supportive, lack of trust and communication. Um Constant negative energy, all take no give, mutual avoidance, excessive jealousy, bring the worst out of you, continuous disrespect. Um, <laughs> sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> Lack of trust, hostile communication, controlling behaviors, frequent lying. Um, I mean, I, I think, yeah, if you've ever been in a toxic relationship, you probably experienced quite a few of those, if not all. Um, so, and then another thing, um, that doesn't have to always be, um, in a romantic interest type of situation. It can be a toxic friendship. It can be a toxic, um, uh, a parent, um, or a sibling. Um, so, um, starting off, um, with you do you feel like you ever had a toxic parent or have you known someone to ever have a toxic parent or uh I, I, well no I, I i feel like i don't have toxic parents um okay. I, don't, I don't feel like but i definitely know someone um that that did, does have a toxic parent uh parent uh the mom was getting hell getting light bills in the damn child name at the age of 11 12 years old bills and shit in the child name fucking up the baby credit before the baby Mm. has to fuck up his own credit Uh, he's really trying to uh you know so then and you know always really putting uh men before the child and Mm. they they create resentment in the child and they you know they now the 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 relation the mother uh daughter relationship that they uh, supposed to have is not a, a healthy mother-daughter relationship at all. Uh, right. Hardly any kind of respect. Any kind of right. respect at all. Right. Yeah, right. That, that's toxic. Uh, that's toxic. Right. Um, and definitely what you just said is toxic too. And then the example that they accept um, or the example that they're setting if they do have children for how they're supposed to get treated and how they're supposed to treat someone. It's also, we have to get to the point that we're breaking those generational curses. um, We're breaking these generational curses of, of doing toxic things, accepting toxic behaviors and behaving toxic. Um, I've um, heard of a story of, um, and I believe in um, just say like a parent is disciplining their child. I never believe in um, I never believe in taking away necessity things, food, water, um, <laughs> uh, a shelter, light, uh, any of that. And for me, it's almost on the abusive side. But, you know, I've heard like um, it was this a person who got an attitude with their parent and they were uh they didn't couldn't eat dinner that night um i just feel like that is 
Have you ever heard of anything like that? <laughs> I just feel like that's kind of. Oh, this sounds like some training camp type shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what they call what they call the the, the, the shit that the Nazis was going through yeah. refugee yeah. camp type shit or something like that. Uh, and you have to be careful with that because, um, like you said, that starts there and that behavior where that child gets that they get in survival mode after that moment because they never know if okay if I say this this is going to be my punishment. So I'm going to go, you know, stuff a whole bunch of Oreos in my mouth, or I'm going to make sure I always have food. And then you create an unhealthy pattern of uh, where you have an unhealthy relationship with food and and how uh, just punishment. I just don't believe that's a correct, corrective punishment for anything. You know, it's a plenty of stuff you can take away even though I'm not a parent, I know you're a parent. <laughs> right. Um, um, that you can take away, but I just don't believe in um, excessive um, punishment like that. You don't take away things of necessity. Um, and I think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs when I think of that, you know, when they talk about the basic need is food, shelter, you know, <laughs> you know all that. You don't take that away from a child. And then also just speaking to a child in a bad way. Oh, yeah. Um, it can come in in such a, whew, um, I just truly feel like now your child is not your friend and they need to know that. But they also need to feel safe to come to you and have discussions and hey, I feel comfortable like your kids. I feel comfortable talking to daddy about this because, you know, I know he's, you know, <laughs> He talks with a cool head. He'll know how to navigate and teach me how to navigate this issue or this problem. So um, that's another thing as well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, all those things that you explained could could definitely uh, be deemed as a toxic uh, relationship with your, with a parent. Um, uh, a toxic relationship with a sibling, I think, or or, or something like that would be a sibling that's uh, a, a sibling that's that they get pulled over that by the damn police. They're gonna right. try to use your fucking name for uh, uh, if they they gonna act like they ain't got their ID and get a police okay. like that's something toxic because that could really fuck you over. And it really can in the system. That's Absolutely. something toxic, and that could create a shift into y'all. Toxic is anything that can create a shift into your into the foundation of of your relationship with a person. That's mm-hmm. what toxic is. If it right. can create a shift in the foundation of your relationship with this person, that's toxic. Right. Exactly. And, um, yeah. That. <laughs> That's a bad way to look at it. And back, um, I tell you, those familial relationships can be real, real tough because I've also been in a situation before too, um, watching a um, watching a mother, um, their child was on their deathbed and obviously um, about to pass, and the child was a um, the child was a organ donor and um, the parent needed an organ. And <laughs> this parent had been, um, this parent had been um, 
let's just say just sickly for a long time and needed one of those organs and and they were like basically saying well when they cut this child off then I'll be beside him getting my organs next to him oh wow yeah yeah wow. uh-huh I've heard that before um personal experience and I'm like wow how is that even it really changed the way I saw that person after that <laughs> Shit, I, I bet <laughs> it changed the way because literally and at that time I didn't know and I really think that parent is not just toxic but narcissistic which I'm going to get to later on but um but that was no emotional that you stopped your grieving or you maybe not didn't even grieve because you thought you were going to get your child's organs Wow! and then placed ownership on the organs that I'll be laying next to them when I get my organs right I'm like wow that's wow wow that's crazy wow that's crazy. That's crazy. And that just really, I'm like, it's really some, um, it's really some crazy narcissistic, like you said, um, narcissistic siblings that like to, um, <laughs> and you know who they try to bring into that emotional uh, game is usually the parent. Yeah. But usually that pattern starts in the child. And I'm wondering, th- does that pattern start in the household? Does the parent actually treat um, the other child better? Or is that such a thing in some uh, settings? Yeah, they, I mean, that, that, that could have a lot to do with it. Um, that could have a lot to do with it, uh, you know, because mm-hmm. that, that could be the genesis of it, you know. Um, that all all the, uh, that, that creates resentment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know that they, they, that's that's starting to create a form of resentment. You right. know, um, that's you ever heard the term a person say, "Uh, you got larceny in your heart." Right. Yeah. That 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 creates that creates those kind of things. You know, and it leads to and it's that that type of stuff is deadly. Um, it really is real deadly. Um, and I I just believe you you treat your children all the same. Um make them all feel special, all feel loved. You may not like everything they do, but you don't make any difference between them. Um, And another thing is um, a lot of people feel like just bringing a check in the house, and I don't know if this is an old school thing, but just bringing a check in the house is enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're not, if you're not physically or emotionally there or mentally there, because kids need that. Right. And they know about it. <laughs> Some right. kids are like, you know, we don't even care if we live in a matchbox, just long as it's we love. feel that love. Right. You know what I mean? Long as we have our, you know, of course they don't say it like this, but as long as they have their needs met, that's all they care about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes we can um especially I think you see fathers do this a lot, is that um, which is good for um you know, uh, you to be a provider, you know, or both of you to be a provider, the uh, mom and the dad. But 
it's like, well, I'm gonna just go out and get this check. And long as I'm getting this check, everything is okay. Right. I don't have to speak to my daughter. I don't have to um, tell her she's beautiful. I don't have to teach my son how to treat women and tell him that it's okay to express his emotions. And I mean, I can think the most opposite of that. I'm like, you do have to do that thing. <laughs> you got to push yourself for um, what you probably know after work sometimes to do exceedingly and above so they can know those things um, so they won't maybe hit some bumps in the road. Right. Um, but yes. Um, and the next thing we're going to get to is have you ever had a toxic friendship? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and the friendship case, I think is uh, just I like to keep stuff simple and uh, mm-hmm. short. If a toxic friendship is motherfucker, if I'm being a friend to you and you ain't being a friend to me, that shit is toxic. <laughs> Let's just keep let's just keep it right there. If I'm being oh, a friend, oh hell, if you being a friend to me, but yes, I ain't being a friend to you, that's toxic. Yes, yeah, that's- it's really toxic, and it's really toxic. Um, let me just say this: if you just watch people, people will reveal themselves. You don't have to say nothing. You don't have to, because like I was uh, talking to you before, I'm usually a person I give you enough rope to um <laughs> usually for you to you to sway me I'm like all right are you really like that or are you really not um and let me tell you something somebody that's always um bringing back gossip I don't like toxic oh, yeah. somebody that's always and I don't like clicks I don't like let's talk about this person less I don't like that type of thing um because let me tell you something you on you you on the chopping block too but you just not in rotation yet so oh. if they doing something to somebody else you guarantee <laughs> you just ain't in a call when they talking about you mm. okay so and when you have the opportunity um just to listen to these people they just reveal themselves if we start looking at um, coming out, you know, of talking about the family dynamic of toxic relationships, but into, um, um, you know, what your mom and daddy taught you. Watch people's behavior. Watch how they. <laughs> you right. know how your mom said. You, you remember how your mom used to say they ain't your friend. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Listen to mama. Listen to mama now. <laughs> how many times were they were they wrong? And um. And, and and I think a common thing out of these relationships, they're very one-sided. They're very one-sided. Um, you're always doing, they're always taking. No give and take. Yeah. Um, and I tell you, that negativity that they have, I'm like, you got to be positive about something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to be positive about something. Um. And they're always looking for somebody to save them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and will prefer you sacrifice yourself instead of making their own personal sacrifices to save themselves. They'll rather somebody be the sacrificial lamb and put themselves out there to save them. Yep. Yep. Um, 
and you know they have no bounds or you know those type of friends I think I posted something about this the other day or those type of friends that say you know what such and such was talking about you and they and they they bring them back all the news oh and the next question you need to be asking them why did they feel so comfortable to come to you yeah like, like how, how was you, how was you elected it and they want no election how was you elected you. without an, an election you why did they feel so comfortable with you if you my friend to come and talk to you about me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said we um something that I enjoy about our relationship and friendship is that we're able to we call each other on stuff and just and we laugh about it the next you know we laugh about it the next moment yeah. And that's another thing is that with friendships, these type of people don't like to be called on their stuff. No. And if you call them on their stuff and call some truth on their stuff and, and lies where lies are, you next on the chopping block. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you, next, you next you next on um, being talked about in the rotation. Yep. You didn't tell them what they wanted to hear. Let me tell you something. You need some people in your life that's going to tell you some stuff that you don't want to hear about yourself. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to grow. That's the only way you're going to grow. Only way. I'm like, in my life, edify me. Edify me. You adding value to my life, telling me some stuff that I might need to prove on, some stuff that I might not see. Yeah, and it, you know, I'll think about it. It, it. I mean, I'll think, you know, I'll think like, man, okay, because I'm always that person. I'm like, okay, I see what that person was talking about, or you know, okay, I don't, but you know, I'm open to it, you know. Right. And those type of things is that we have to allow. I think I posted something the other day on social media, um, just about um, having to just let go of toxic friendships um and and the thing about it and the statement was god will hold you back until you release people places and things that he is not giving clearance to go to the next level oh, and yeah. that's the growth mindset that you need to take with you all the days of your life because sitting up here wanting you know okay man i wish this person was happy for me okay okay i wish you'll get it together how long you gonna wish because right now (laughs) how long you gonna wish because at this point it's time for you to grow and know that some people are not meant to come to that next level Mm. and you have to remember everybody's on their individual journey and some things, and, and it might be um, it might be troubling at sometimes to think about, but some things are for season. A lot of things are for seasons. Yeah. Some seasons are shorter than others. And you have to be willing to accept that, hey, if it's time to let go of that thing, then it's time to let go of it. Mm. Um and have you ever been in a situation where you had to let go of a friend that no longer fit where you were going in life and what you wanted? Oh, yes. A, f- a couple. Yeah. How did they take that? Uh, well, you know, it was, it, I mean, they didn't take it lightly. Um, 
because he, every time that I had to do that, it really wasn't in a mature manner. Okay. Um, and the way that I found out that they weren't were not uh, a friend to me, or uh, or I feel like they didn't value our friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that it, 